Hello and welcome to another edition of the Oxford Sandy and Black Pig Group podcast. I'm your regular host, Andrew O'Shea. Um, I'm delighted today to be joined live via modern technology uh, down in Devon from Lincolnshire with Kim Brooke. Good morning, Kim. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good, good, good. In Lincolnshire? It's good, yeah. Nice, a nice day again, so, which is good. Right, so Kim, so you're here this morning to talk to us about something that we're doing as a charity called the Genetic Spread Allowance. Um, I wonder if you could tell our listeners a little bit more about that. Yes, um, the Genetic Spread Allowance is um, something that we as a charity have been talking about for a while and it's something that we wanted to give to our supporters of our charity. Um, and it's just so important that I wanted to, or we wanted to let people know that it's important to travel outside your region um, to bring in um, new bloodlines, whether it be boars or sows or gilts. Um, and you will not only be helping your region, but you will be also helping other breeders that will be in your area because you'll be bringing in some new blood um, and it's a different pedigree with different genetics. Excellent. So, so I guess that comes down to us protecting the various bloodlines um, around the country. I know there are various areas that where some bloodlines don't really exist or there may only be one or two. So I, I guess that's the aim, is it, to bring those numbers up and introduce them into different areas of the country where they don't exist today? Correct. That's exactly it. So the... The purpose is basically to, to highlight um, for the Oxford Sandy Black breeder who's willing to travel, say, over four hours or 200 miles. And yes, it's right to introduce a rare line or a sow or a boar bloodline that is less than five in their county um, or country that the, where the breeder actually lives. It is important um, to, to qualify for this allowance that the breeder is indeed a supporter of our charity, the Oxford Sandy Black Pig Group, and is able to provide the charity with certain criteria upon request. So to qualify, um, we ask our supporters that they um, fill in an application which they can find on our website, oxfordsandyblackpiggroup.org, and click the button which says um, GSA programme. And in there, you will find all the details and fill in the form. It is paramount that you are sourcing a bloodline that is not already in your region. And you can, of course, submit photographs so we can um, look and view and verify the application. We would ask that um, to qualify also for the application, that you travel for um, over 200 miles or for four hours. Now, the allowance that we are giving to our supporters or to people who travel to pick up their pedigree bloodline is £175. Now, this will be given after the application has been verified and confirmed. Now, I've done some sums about this with £175. Um, and it's, I, for instance, have a Nissan Navara truck and a full tank of petrol will be about £90. So I get 400 miles out of that £90. Um, and £175 means that I could travel 800 miles. And it works out that it's 87 pence per mile. Now, it's not just for the petrol. Um, it is, of course, we can understand it might go towards 
um, staying overnight somewhere, but it's just, it's something to put in your pocket to help bring our bloodlines and spread our bloodlines around and just help with the pedigree of different genetics to, to spread around the United Kingdom. Yeah, so uh, it sounds like what you're saying, we're encouraging people to travel further afield rather than just rely upon someone that's half an hour up the road that may have a registered pig because that's what they want. Um, you know, it could be a common bloodline in that area. Therefore, we're asking people, look, we will help you with some of the finances because we appreciate, you know, money is tight in this day and age and, you know, pushing people just to travel that little bit further to ensure that we protect and preserve those bloodlines. Correct. Absolutely so. I mean, I've been hearing quite a few recently of the last coming months that people have got a, a, a large good pedigree breeder that's, that's near them. Um, and that's all well and good and it's lovely. But if they could just travel and they know that there is a ball or there is a sow in pig that they would love to travel to go and pick up, but it's putting them off because they just cannot and will not travel those, those miles. Um, and I'm hoping with a little bit of incentive, we can do that and get them to travel, purchase their ball or their sow or their gilt, bring them back up in the region. Um, and also they're helping that, the, the breeders that are already in that region. Um, and so you're mixing up all the, 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 the genetic pops and the bloodlines, um, and hopefully it will help us to encourage more people to, to do the same. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, so then when this new bloodline's in that area, that person will then be breeding from them. So we shouldn't be just, we shouldn't be putting people off from traveling those short distances to pick up bloodlines. And obviously there's always the need for winners for meat. What we're talking about is, spreading that diversity and then once that bloodline's in that region encouraging that breeder to then reach out to other breeders in the area to to take on their stock as well so that bloodline becomes more prevalent in that area as well exactly exactly andrew so that's that that is our aim i mean we've already helped people in scotland for instance over the years where we've populated um the, the bloodline and the breed in in scotland we've also introduced um three new breeders, I think four now actually, in, in the north um, of England. Um, and we've got somebody that's down in West Wales, deepest, darkest Wales down there that, that's taking on um, bloodlines. And these people are traveling and they're bringing in new bloodlines and they're bringing in a new boar. Um, and what I'm also interested in, in that I have seen of late is that people are um, traveling for their guilt and, but not necessarily for the boar, which is fine because down the road to them, possibly within half an hour, an hour away, there is a ball there. So it's working out and making sure that the bloodline that you're bringing into your region and that you're purchasing um, is not related to the ball that you wish to use. So that is also a very good factor to, to look out for. And we, as in any of us as the trustees, can they can just contact us and we can help them to say, yes, you're guilt that your future wanting to buy your sow is not related to the boar that's in your area um, because the last thing we want is for you to travel all those miles come back and find that you're the sister of the boar that you wish to use that's down the road yeah i see what you mean yeah so you know just just because you're applying for the allowance you know it's not an automatic approval obviously we, we need to ensure that what is being moved is one to breed standard which is why we're going to be asking for things like videos and photographs We'll be comparing the bloodlines to make sure that there is no um, too much inbreeding 
So this all sounds fantastic. You know, it's a good program. When is it going to go live? We're hoping, well, everything's all been approved. Um, so we're looking at towards the end of this month. So what I would like to, to ask everybody is that they just keep an eye on Facebook when we're announcing it, on our website, um, on Twitter, on Instagram, and we will just be rolling it out on all of our social media platforms, Andrew. Excellent. And of course, if anyone's got any questions, they can reach out to you or any of the trustees, myself, yourself, um, Sean Thomas and uh, Francis Payne. Absolutely. Um, and I'm also the, the regional representatives up and down in the country for the for the group um, will also be on hand to help with also sourcing and finding breeding lines for them. So um, it, it's just a, a way of encouraging a good network of communication. So our supporters feel comfortable with what they're doing, um, getting a, a way of getting to know us as their trustees or getting to know um, the regional rep. So it's, um, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be positive um, and a, a good way forward in, in helping the breeders um, and the, the bloodlines. So thanks very much, Kim. So obviously, this is obviously our first programme as a charity, and I believe this aligns to our ethos. Is, is that correct? It is. Um, I mean, it's been, a, it was, as you mentioned previously, it's been a long, hard slog for us to be getting the charity status. And it's proved for 10 years of the support that we've had from all of our supporters on the Oxford and Sandy Black Pig Group, that the charity's ethos and the focus is basically to support, inspire, educate and enthuse individuals about our breed and to give guidance to our supporters. Um, and it's without our supporters that we wouldn't have been able to have gained our charity status. So um, it's again, you know, a, an opportunity to say thank you. And we hope that this genetic spread allowance can help each and every one of them out there. Thank you, Kim. Thanks very much for your time this morning. And I look forward to chatting with you again on a similar podcast in a year's time where we can feed back to our members to show the impact this programme's had. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Andrew. Goodbye. Thank you very much. Well, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you very much for, for tuning in. As always, if anyone has a topic or an item of discussion they'd like to bring to a podcast, please drop me an email, uh, andrew at oxfordsandyandblackpiggroup.org. Until next time, I've been Andrew O'Shea. Happy pig keeping.